Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Unbridled with Erin. I am here today with, who am I here with? I'm called Ebony Maud. I don't, I don't know if you know me. But... You, you should know her. She's <laughs> if you been... don't know me, get to know. <laughs> she, you've said that on another podcast before. <laughs> you need a new line, girl. It's my favorite line. Um, yeah, she's been here many, many, many times, but I find it so easy to discuss things mm-hmm. with you. We discuss very well. We you discuss constantly all day, every me. day, so <laughs> of course. But today we're going to sort of explore or like start to explore the topic of influencers and are they overpaid? Mm. I feel like this is a very popular topic for the general public, but a very unpopular topic for influencers. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a very like, it's debatable because there's so many different things that go into making an influencer an influencer like there's a lot of different things that you can take into account when thinking how much would you want to pay an influencer yeah especially because we've both got businesses as well so we've seen it from both sides yeah we this is the best thing we can say it from the business side what we see in Mm -hmm. what we see as value and then from the actual being an influencer side Mm -hmm. so I don't even know where to start with this but maybe from like the business side, mm-hmm. I would say that, I mean, we actually, so with Blackheart, we don't pay any influencers. Mm-hmm. We never have done, we've sort of got an in-house influencer with me, I guess. So yeah. we've never really needed to. And any, we've only ever sent a handful of gifted pieces out to a couple of friends and people who wear it. Mm-hmm. That People that you actively know will wear it and, mm-hmm. and take photographs anyway. I can probably count two people that yeah. ever get any gifted items yeah. and it maybe might be once a year. Yeah. So we really don't go down the whole influencer route Mm -hmm. but with Coba because it's new I'm trying to get the word out there and I've been exploring um influencers and like trying to get the products on more people and for the most part lots of people are happy with a gifting basis but like why don't we explain what that means to to a brand like gifting it sounds good because you don't have to pay for Mm -hmm. for content but But you can't guarantee that the person is going to post and th- because there's no money changing hands, there's no contract, there's nothing, mm-hmm. they have no incentive to post it, only mm-hmm. if they, they like it. And they 
potentially would want to be in good favor to receive gifting again or if they can be bothered or if they have time like I remember in the past sending out like bits from Blackheart when we first started I think we sent out some t-shirts and we got so offended when we would send gifting and we wouldn't get a picture back Mm -hmm. and at the time we were like but why not because the business thinks it's the most important thing in the other person's life but in the other person's life they might have received 20 parcels they might have had a personal problem they Mm -hmm. might be ill and they're like oh it's a t-shirt thank you yeah like and and for them as well when there's no money being exchanged it's really difficult to secure the fact that you would have to post you can't... because I think money psychologically feels like a job yes. so you're like right I've got a job to do mm-hmm. if you're getting money from it but if you don't you're like oh well that's lovely but you forget about it yeah. sometimes yeah like I received uh, some gifting last year with no obligation to post but and it was something I, I quite liked and I just time got away from me and I completely forgot and then I never did anything and I was I've done exactly the same I was thing so, so angry at myself times. though because I was like I liked this product I would have loved to work with the brand what's wrong with me yeah well I did I've done the same thing with um a brand um and to this day I think it's probably about eight months old is this parcel Mm. it is still on the side half open the parcel foot like the parcel (laughs) itself not just like the products and I haven't even taken the pieces out of the box even though you would have liked to work with them yeah sometimes it's just situational and but also I think it comes down to like not accepting gifting from companies you don't like Mm -hmm. or aren't into like when I first started getting followers, I'm sure you probably did the same. Like, I'd get, like, because it was so few and far between, I'd get a message saying, can we send you this? I'd be like, oh my God, yes. Free stuff. Yeah. Wow. And then you just end up with loads and loads of and it would be, stuff you don't need. It was a skincare company. And I know I've got sensitive skin and I can only use three mm-hmm. products. So why did I accept yeah. gifting from a skincare company? I just got overexcited. Yeah. And that was my fault. But then now I don't like accepting gifting because I don't think it's fair on the company mm-hmm. unless I would buy it myself. Yeah. I'd accept but gifting even, if I'd buy even, it. I feel like even so, even if it's gifted and you would buy it yourself, and even if you if you wear it on the day to day, you still have no obligation to post it. So if you don't take a picture in it and you don't post it, you still can't like you can't blame yourself. It is true, and I think it's sometimes not worth it as an influencer because well we call ourselves well we don't call ourselves influencers. We have been referred to mm-hmm. as influencers, which is why we're given this perspective. But I'm gonna for the sake of this podcast, call us influencers, Mm -hmm. even though I don't like being called (laughs) one. Um, But as influencers, what I've lost my train of thought. (laughs) As influencers, I can't remember what we're talking about either. Let me breathe once. Gifted. Gifted. Oh yeah, as an influencer, sometimes you accept something gifted as something you would buy yourself and you really Mm -hmm. like, and then the brand hassles you a lot Mm -hmm. and you think well this isn't worth it so there's some times where I'd rather just actually buy it myself pay the money and owe nothing to Mm -hmm. nobody and also I don't know if you found that when it's gifted you might want something specific but they want to send you something else so you're actually better off buying Buying it yourself yeah I agree. That happened and showing me. that you like represent the, the company regardless of whether they want to send mm. you it. And that may, that way, I feel like they, if it was me, I'd be more inclined to pay them mm. because I know that they're actually interested in my products. Yeah. Do you remember it was about two years ago now where I got sent that package? Um, yes. Yeah. And I got sent a package and it was gifted and I loved it and I used it all the time. But they wanted a picture, not a problem. I got a picture, posted it, got a story. Then they wanted me to host a giveaway for them on my page. With the same gifted... Po- pr- with like- the same gifted product. They sent me one, they sent me one, like... 
small box of like, mm-hmm. I think it was a couple of items, but when I, I'm not gonna name the company because it's not fair and I still do actually use the product, mm-hmm. but it was very small items of yeah. very low value, which is not a problem, but they sent me one really small box with a couple of items. They, want, they wanted the picture and the post, I did that. They then wanted me to host the giveaway on my page, run it all, and, and but they sent me a whole list of what's appropriate for me to wear, what I should be saying, what I should do, like how I should host it, and, and I think- That is the type of content that needs to be paid. Because if, if you've got specific requests, I think yeah. it should be paid, and I would do that as a business. Yeah. Like anytime we send gifted, it's like, we'll just post what you want, if you want to. Yeah. Like it's more just for exposure. I also think that with gifted as well, the less you hassle the influencer, the better it's gonna be because- It puts me off. It, yeah, it from the other side of it, I hate it when I even get a message saying, have you received the product? What's, do you like it? Do this, do this, do this, do this. Obviously keeping a, a tab on them as from a business point of view to see whether they have posted it or whether they will have received it is a good thing. Yeah. But being hassled. Being hassled, you know, it's never gonna yeah. achieve anything. And like I said, we can understand from the business side because we've sent people parcels and I have been so morally offended that mm-hmm. they have not prioritized my item when realistically it's only a tiny part of their day and they might like it but if if time isn't suiting or I don't know there's no guarantee it gets in the way sometimes of of, like you can post it on your story and just say thanks and that takes two seconds but if you get in from work and you see this parcel Mm. you don't open it for two days then you do open it but you're actually rushing off somewhere else and you don't post it the next thing you know, six months has gone by. I know, it's, it's never, it's never malicious yeah. or entitled. It's just life. Life. It's just how life works. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think, like, unless you are getting paid to do a job, you don't feel any obligation. But I do think people put too much emphasis on social media nowadays. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very rich for us to say, because a lot of our life is on social media and our businesses and stuff. But when you think about the fact all this influencer did or didn't do was post a picture mm-hmm. and then people are like, they're entitled, they scam us, they do this. Yes. And actually it's an Insta picture. Like, yeah. I just don't think it's that deep. And I understand like people value their product, but... And it's so easy to, when you're a smaller business, value the product mm-hmm. way more. But exactly, that's what we say from a small business point yeah. of view. It's hardcore when you don't have that many products. You, sending one out is of big cost to you. Yeah. I get it. We, we've we been there. Mm-hmm. Like, it was horrible. But now I've actually, the shoe on the other foot, I get mm-hmm. it. I mean, I remember I got, um, I got sent, I think it was like, um, it was like, um, a safety alarm, like emergency alarm, you know, like one of those, I mean, I, I dub it a rape alarm, but yeah. one of those. And I got it and I thought, this is such a good cause, I wanna share it. Yeah. And life blew up in my face that week or that month, I can't remember. And I just didn't end up, and then it was on the side and two months later I was like, right, I'm gonna do it. And then something else mm-hmm. got in the way. And I was just like, oh, for God's sake. And I also think that there is like a fine line between making priorities of other things. So like I know, for example, if I get sent two packages in a day, one of them is for a paid ad and one of them is gifted, no res- no responsibility yeah. to post it. Of course, I'm going to concentrate on the one where it's paid because it's work. Exactly. And I know that they both are technically work because you would like to build a good relationship and you have accepted this product. Yeah, but look at like but, people, a lot of, no, most other um, aspects of jobs, like nobody else, or what's the word I'm looking for? No other, like. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. No other, um, like, job. Se- section. Sh- yeah. Like, no other Se- job sector yeah, yeah. would do anything for free. I mean, yeah. 
you wouldn't get in a it taxi really and say, look, I'm going to come with you again. Would you give me this first trip for free? Yeah. Or you wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't phone a baker and be like, can I have a free cupcake? Because I might yeah. then buy a cake. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like people don't utilize it the same. I and I know an influencer is not the same kind of job as a doctor, a nurse, like high, highly skilled positions, yeah. but it's still a job. You know, we don't judge other people that are low, low skilled jobs. Mm. So I don't know why the world the, judges think, influencers. The thing that it could be compared to is if you think about the way that marketing has changed over the years, yeah. the only thing that you could compare it to would be like, I don't know, like Vogue being mm. a, mag- a huge magazine. You saying to Vogue, oh, right. Well, if you put me in your magazine for the, for the first month free, I'll pay you the next time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then, but then they would have never, but the no difference one ever is, would have done that. Even with something like Vogue, you couldn't then 100% confirm how many people had seen your ad. Yeah. Whereas I think on social media, you've got a number in black and white mm-hmm. how many people have seen or interacted with your ad. Yeah. That's what analytics are for. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting it's, one. It is really interesting. But I think we've digressed a little bit on are they overpaid? This is like sort of why the difference between paid and gifting. But recently so mm-hmm. we've both had funny experiences with this i'm more on the side of i personally think certain influencers depending on the content can be overpaid at the moment because we know what we get paid and yeah. let's put it this way i probably do one paid ad every six months like it's not a yeah. common thing and i would tailor it per business like i've worked with a smaller business where i charge them literally half of what i charged a larger company Mm -hmm. and that is typically the rule of thumb like if if there's a big company you do to be warranted for what you're doing as well everything has to be tailored but the rates have to be suitable for the brand as well and like like fair enough I could always turn away the smaller company but sometimes I don't want to I want to do that so like the product exactly so or you like the people or the vibe or whatever but then yeah I would charge them half but I find like a lot of I guess bigger influencers or you know, I do think that there is a lot of ways that you can look into this because I think that there is some huge influencers that probably have very, very little engagement, but people just like mm, their content. Yeah. They won't actually engage with what they're doing. There's not really attraction to buy what they're selling. Mm-hmm. But then there's huge influencers that do. But then there's also tiny influencers with really good with engagement. really good engagement that like have got like a cult following. Well, uh, obviously, but then there's. The opposite. Well, a lot of people aren't listening might not know that like engagement is half the battle. It's not yeah. just how many followers you have. It's it's what your engagement is. It's how many people look and like influence isn't just judged on how many followers you have. Yeah, it's a really complicated like yeah. spectrum. But basically, with uh with my swimwear brand, I reached out to a fo- um an influencer I quite like watching and. I just like her aesthetic. But do you buy the stuff that she is trying to sell you? What it, no, what it is is I like her aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh, she's got a podcast. She's got uh, a YouTube. I'm going to go and watch a bit more because I like her. And then I started watching and thought, actually, no, I don't really buy into this. Mm-hmm. I just like her aesthetic on yeah. Instagram. That's like her vibe. Yeah. I didn't actually engage with her as a person. Mm-hmm. She has fantastic style, so occasionally I do look and think, oh, I like that. But I think, I think I've think i probably bought one thing that I saw on her page. Yeah. One, which I suppose, fair yeah. enough, but that's still, she influenced she, me. She did. So I thought, hmm, she'd be a good yeah. one to reach out to. And oh my God, the rates we got back 
blew my mind because can we just like to put it into perspective she has less followers than you right she has less followers than me which is fine because she's still got very but good from, engagement from an outside perspective yeah. you can't ask for people's insights unless you are paying them yeah it but, would yeah. look that realistically she has less following than you so you would expect well, what i thought was lower. interesting is i think on instagram fair enough she had decent engagement mm-hmm. Um, and you know she has she has really decent engagement on Instagram. She does have less followers than me, but not really a big deal. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. However, it was the fact that across all of her social media. So basically, how it works, guys, is they have a rate card, and it's per thing. So for example, hers and most other people's was um, cost for one TikTok, cost for one reel, cost for three story frames, Mm -hmm. cost for one static Instagram post. And all of these are separately priced. And a lot of people do a bundle. A lot of people do a few different things. This was not, this was not what she had, Mm -hmm. um, which was fair enough. And it was on TikTok where I was quite surprised because she had a very, very low amount of followers for TikTok. Um, I would say that TikTok's probably one of the easiest ones at the moment to get get followers on. And, you know, I mean, I've got, 4.3 4.3 million followers on TikTok, but I've only got 500 and something on Instagram. That's yeah. a v- really big difference. Um, and yeah, she her engagement on Instagram can be good. It can be bad. Uh, sorry, TikTok. Yeah. It can be good. It can be bad. Like something like 30, 40,000 views. But I don't think those kind of views are as, um, what's the right word? As important as maybe like the instagram likes or the youtube views yeah because it's I th- dedicated followers like what you're looking for in in an influencer is cult followers yeah like people that are actually which i think you get stuff. on youtube yeah. and then they go over to your instagram yeah. like it's- i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot harder to get Instagram likes nowadays than it is to get TikTok views. So I don't know. But let me just read you her rates. And obviously, I'm not going to name it. This is not her fault. She's just an example. And yeah. she might not even have set her rates. Like it could have been her agent, management, whatever. It's like 20% of whatever. It's like, it can be, it's actually probably around 33%. It's 20 For, um, for America. Um, for a lot of influencer management companies, yeah. it's 33%. So a management company will take 33% of what you're earning and they'll add it on top. Um, but model agencies are typically 20. It just mm. depends. But influencers are typically 33, which is great. I know. So with all that into account, this could not be any reflection on her. And like I said, we're not going to name her. But one IG story set with three frames. So an IG story set is like three frames and one link. 5,500 
US dollars for three stories. One IG reel, 7,500. $7,000. Like, like, I'm sorry, that's close to $8,000, which in my, you know, very bad mathematics brain, I'm rounding that up to $10,000 for a reel. The, the most amount of content you can post on a reel is a minute, but you're paying for a reel. You don't pay for an exact one minute yeah. reel, do you? You also, don't, you also don't know what type of content they're, unless you give like a full on description of what you want them to do or prearrange what they're going to do. You have no idea what they're going to do with this video. Exactly. Like you can definitely set your parameters, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't know where to start yeah, with that. Like, yeah. And a lot of the time, like I've actually been paid by... Uh, I got paid to post a couple of years ago by uh, a phone case brand and they wanted so specific, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting because I thought... You know well, what your followers will Yeah, and I thought, well, this video I don't think is going to get that many views because it was mm-hmm. a TikTok. And I thought, well, well, okay, you know, that's what they want. That's absolutely fine. But actually, had they left it to me, I had a really good idea where I thought I could get a lot of engagement and a lot of views, which mm-hmm. the more views, the more people see the product. But... Yeah. I suppose it's just company dependent, but then for, I'm not going to read all of these, but for an Instagram post, a static post, $6,500. And don't get me wrong. I think this girl is influential. I've bought something off her page. I don't think anyone's time is worth $7,500 for a minute long video. And yes, okay. Mm -hmm. She's putting in more time than a minute. She's got to put her makeup on. She's got to put the products on she's got to edit the footage yeah. i still don't think anybody's time is worth seven thousand five hundred dollars for an hour yeah. unless you're like a neurosurgeon that's gonna operate on my brain yeah and you can say, have seven thousand five hundred dollars yeah. an hour maybe more yeah maybe i'll round up to ten yeah. but i just it blew my mind i know that is crazy but i this particular like it goes back to what i was saying about the particular influencer like I don't see this particular girl mm. as having that much influence. Well, like that's trying to say, guys, that they're gonna get you over that, over that, that amount in sales. In sales, which I don't think it's not physically is possible. possible. <laughs> and the the chances of their their content being usable, like for for like later purposes. Yeah. And it being worth that, like that's more expensive than if you were to book a studio, hire a photographer, hire an editor, hire models and do an entire campaign yourself. I think that's probably actually three times the cost yeah, of that. it is. So I I don't know, it's hard because I'm not trying to devalue this yeah. person. Shall I read out the one that yeah. I got? Ebby, so. Ebby, so Ebby inquired about another really popular influence. Actually probably a lot more popular than, than this yeah. particular person. Yeah. So and for... for to a degree, I at the time when I asked it, this influencer was huge in the UK. Yeah. Um, very big on YouTube. I don't think she's big as big now. I would say that she's not as big now, but she's also never really been big at posting on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not someone that updates like her Instagram story every single day. Mm. Like, So that is why, for me, some of these are wild. God. The, um, the integrated video for... YouTube, right. which bearing in mind she gets a lot of YouTube videos. Integrated video for YouTube is literally just it has to feature in your YouTube it's at not some the full point. Focus of the video. Yeah, it's the video is like not look. Ad. It's yeah. black card equestrian. No, it's yeah. like it's like she'll be putting it on to this video is sponsored by. Yeah, that's all. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand pounds <gasps> plus fat. Which actually, okay, 
I know is a lot of money, yeah. but for YouTube... Considering her viewers at the point of that, I didn't think that that was too bad. Because YouTube, I think, can make a lot more money. I mean, there's a there's an influencer in the equestrian world who charges upwards of... I, I'm not going to name anyone again, upwards of 5,000 mm -hmm. per video and doesn't have that many followers, but has yeah. really good engagement. Yeah. So I think there YouTube's different. where it makes sense Well, YouTube, YouTube has the cult yeah. following. So that's yeah. a lot, but yeah. Instagram story, one frame. One frame. One frame. So one, one Instagram story one that's going to go story. after 24 hours yeah. and it's it's going to be 15 seconds. For non-commercial usage, yeah. so I couldn't repost, I couldn't boost the post. Okay. 4,000. For one story. For one story. <laughs> and then, okay. And I just think... Do I want to know how much she's charging Instagram for an Instagram? Instagram for four frames, again, non-commercial usage, 10,000. Oh, for stories that go after 24... So you're spending yeah. £10,000 for stories that are going to last a day. This for a day. Been, but this is also for non-commercial So you're not allowed to repost it. You're not allowed it. to repost it. You're not allowed to boost it. TikTok, 8,000 for non-commercial usage. 8,000. The only place that I understand it with her was at YouTube. that time was YouTube because she doesn't post her on her Instagram Did Instagram stories. Reels exist at that time? I am assuming not. Because oh, she didn't have it on May there. May 2021. Um, but... Oh my lord. I, the, the funny thing about this is is that at the time when I asked, this girl was like, everybody was obsessed with her. Like, mm. she would do something, everybody would be buying it. Like, people would like, dye her hair like that. Like, mm. get the bikini that yeah, she yeah. bought like that she was wearing on one the alex earl effect it, it, she was very much the like <laughs> english thing of the moment mm. at that point but even i at the time thought jesus christ because yeah. she she doesn't post on her instagram story she doesn't even post on her instagram she never has i just think these these amounts mm -hmm. of money are wild. wild like i do understand guys if you are selling that amount for a company mm -hmm. it is different like for example i can assess my own influence with how when i started tiktok blackheart yeah. grew and mm -hmm. i i knew i was a value to a company however i think it depends on a product like you might be getting companies with a really rogue product going to these girls going right i'm gonna pay ten thousand mm -hmm. pounds because you know what i'm gonna get it's gonna sell out. And I actually think it doesn't matter if it's seen on a popular person. If it's not a product that sells itself, it can be really difficult. Yeah. Like it's, it's if it's an obscure product, people might go, oh, okay, exposure, but they might not want it. Yeah. Like there's a I difference. Do think, I do think though that like, I remember when you first started um, TikTok and it was like really, really growing. I literally remember saying to you, you could literally sell toothpaste to a person with no teeth. But like, ironically, my agent at the time and all the brands that were in the equestrian world, for example, no one was interested. I was like, oh my God, I've got 100K on TikTok. TikTok's going so good. And they were like, yeah, brands don't care about TikTok. Sorry, Erin. And mm -hmm. I was like, but you're silly because I'm getting so many sales and like people are seeing my product and like it's getting, it's going viral and like it, it's helping sales. Yeah. Like I can guarantee this. Mm -hmm. And they were like, nah, sorry. So but I was a bit like, what? You have a cult following. You like do have that thing that brands will look for where they know that it you depends sell again to that person. it depends a lot of brands nowadays sort of forget that i am a woman with yeah. female followers like a lot of people think i can just sell Horses equestrian so. things which i'm really not bothered like i don't have any equestrian sponsors at this moment in time because i think they've all like phased out but like, why do I need them? Mm -hmm. I've got boots that I've used for 10 years. I've got saddles that I've used for 10 years. I don't want a new saddle mm -hmm. just because someone's gonna pay me. Like, I like my stuff. Yeah. So 
it really limits me. And then the only uh, companies that actually pay people and float around are equestrian companies. And I can't wear anyone else's because I have my own. Do you know, actually, funny story about that. There was a competitor brand that literally sent me an email about a year ago saying, hi, Erin, like we know. We've had a conversation (laughs) about this in the office. I know you've got your own brand. Blackheart looks great, by the way, but would you be interested in promoting ours? No. And I was like, um, I don't know what they were trying to get there, yeah. bless them. But I was like, I'm all right, thank you. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to put a pair of breeches on, it's going to be my own. Yeah. Because I designed them for myself. Yeah. <laughs> but I thanks. I mean, it was interesting marketing, mm. but fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, they forget that I am a girl with a predominantly female following, mm. that girls buy other things other than horsey yeah. stuff. And girls that are horse riders buy, like, they... they have a life outside mm. of horse riding but to be honest I, I actually prefer not doing too many paid posts yeah or that many or any actually for the most part like I really don't like it because if I see someone's got a paid ad I automatically think mm, is it any good the only thing that could still sell to me when it's a paid ad is probably clothing because I'm like oh actually I really like that yeah. I haven't seen that before I don't know yeah. how do you feel about that um I would say I would agree with you I would say that and at makeup because even if someone is promoting something makeup wise you can still see the product on the video mm-hmm. you can see what it's doing like that the whole you know the the like i'm trying to like show this and <laughs> i need to speak it the triangular makeup powder sponge yeah, yeah yes the powder yeah that you can see that it is working even though you can see that all of these yeah. girls are using it and probably getting paid to use it mm. but you can see it on the video that it is doing something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I'm picking up what you're putting yeah. down. But the things that I probably wouldn't go for is like, I can't even think, like random products that you can't... I mean, if you see anyone promoting a diet supplement, run. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Literally run. I mean, in saying that, if Huel decided to pay me, I would yes. I would post that because I love Huel. Yeah. Huel, sponsor I me. I do think a lot of it has got <laughs> to do with like the content that you post outside of... Mm which sometimes, you know, you can get caught up in life and, and not, pro- like, you can not promote that you drink Huel every day. Yeah. But if they've after... Can I actually, sorry, interrupt you right there. I'm going to interrupt you right in the middle of your yeah. train of thought. Crocs need to sponsor me. Yes, they do. I get... I'm surprised they haven't, to be honest. I don't think they've ever seen my stuff. They're so rude because, do you know what? The amount of people that <laughs> have not told rude. me... Crocs, if you... If you Crocs, you're so rude because They're the not. amount of people that have bought Crocs from seeing them on my page, because, and I'm not even making this up, people have DM'd me going, oh, Erin, you've influenced me to buy Crocs. And I'm not even trying, I'm just wearing those bad boys and I'm you showing them off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um yeah anyway my influence when it comes to crocs is is sky mm-hmm. high I, I have influenced so many people on my social media to buy crocs and i just think at this point i should be a shareholder so it's not fair yeah so anyway oh, that's my viewpoint on that <laughs> i agree but they do do um they do do they do, do uh <laughs> sponsorships and collabs and whatever and just not with me but this is the the confusing thing why not maybe they just have never seen me yeah i don't know Crocs team, yeah. do better. Shall we? Um... Yeah, we're going to have to wrap this up because we've both got to actually go to work. I'm sorry, guys. We've got to do all sorts. Uh, we are going to do a part two on this because I feel like I've not even scratched the surface. Yeah. Can we also just say 
Seven thousand five hundred dollars. Seven thousand for 10, a reel. Ten thousand for for Instagram stories. The last thing I will say on that as well is all of this stuff together. I think should be a bundle. If she charged seven thousand five hundred for an Insta post, a reel, a TikTok, and some stories, I might have gone okay, fair enough. Because mm-hmm. a TikTok and a reel, you can repurpose. You can put the same video on both, and people will. You'll still get double the views. Yeah. You can then also take a couple of second stories while you're there doing it so it's no added time and a picture would be really easy if you're already wearing the stuff and in your makeup so for me that's why i'm so time wise that it makes perfect sense so that's why i don't think should i count that what just quickly like what the actual bundle ended up as have you got your calculator because i'm really bad at maths okay so add five thousand five hundred seven thousand five hundred 6,500, 6,000, and 5,000. So 30,500. So this this particular person on her own was charging $30,500 if I wanted one of everything on her social media. $30,000. That's some people's yearly income. yearly income that this girl could have made in an hour. Which, I'm, yep. do you know what? I, I respect the hustle. Do not hate the player, hate the game. But that is absolutely wild. What I was mean, yours? Her um, her management would be getting ten thousand dollars of that. But which is so she'll wild. be making twenty thousand yeah, five hundred dollars. That is wild. Her management for yeah. all they did is send an email. Yeah, they um, didn't even 10, reach out to me. Plus ten thousand. It's uh, twenty eight thousand. So for your for, the girl you for, looked into for a YouTube integrated for a story and twenty thousand pounds for four stories, but that was back then. I bet her rates have gone up oh again. God, yeah. And I think, I mean, just to you inflation know... and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! Just to prefix this though, I mean, we didn't reach out to these girls just to shame their rates. I reached out because I was genuinely interested in in getting my yeah. product on this person, and when I saw that, I nearly choked. I will also mention that I think American prices are hugely different to English because there was an influencer um, that I reached out to last year, again, for my swimwear brand. She had 20,000 followers on Instagram, which in this day and age is really not that many. Mm -hmm. And she was charging $3,000 for an Insta post and her pictures were lovely and she was getting decent engagement. But I still looked and I thought, are you... Really? Are you insane? Yeah. I do think American pricing is a lot higher, but again, it's the difference of them being either American or English. But that begs the question. Australian is saying, but but does that beg the question? Are we behind the times, or are they overinflated sense of worth? I think they. It's an overinflated price. Because I can genuinely say I don't think anyone other than maybe Kylie Jenner's got that kind of influence. I really just don't. I agree. We definitely need a part two on this yeah. because I've got so much more so to say. So much more to say about influencers in general. And I've actually got uh, a lot of your guys' opinions on it. But in the meantime, please send a DM to Unbridled with Erin and let me know your opinion. Yeah. Like negative, positive. We don't take offense. You know, even yeah. like we see both sides of it though. Don't and we? if you disagree with something we said, I'd love to hear it because I'm I'm open to people's perspectives mm. on this. Tell me yeah. why you need more money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anyway, sorry for that rant. And thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you, Emmy. See you later, guys. Go and follow Unbridled with Erin. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.